Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. They should have been fired a long time ago. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. On 93 WIBC. Oh yeah! Polls, polls, polls. So many polls. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, would beat Biden if the presidential election was held today, according to a recent poll. After an earlier survey of GOP voters also said and predicted that he'd hammer Trump in a primary. So this is interesting. It's over 1,000 voters in this survey. And 45% said they would choose Ron DeSantis over Joe Biden at 42%. Now, 49% would say Joe Biden beats Donald Trump in the same election at 41%. So when you compare that to the poll from last month, Suffolk University said 56% of Republican voters backing DeSantis in the Republican primary 33 Mm. for Donald Trump. So this is interesting. We talked earlier about how Jim Banks has announced he's running for the Senate seat from Indiana. He's made it known he's a Trump guy. He's friends with Donald Trump. He's going to have Donald Trump try to stump for him here in Indiana. Let's see. Let's see if the old man, the old orange guy, still has that same magic and if he's going to move the needle one way or the other for a guy like Jim Banks. We're so far out. We're so far out. I mean, DeSantis can afford to just sit back, put his feet up on his desk, put his hands behind his head, and just kind of watch how things play out. So Donald Trump. And he's sitting on a boatload of cash. That's true. Yeah. Trump did a podcast last night, and he was asked about Ron DeSantis. And take a listen to this. I thought this was really interesting. Trump basically says he wouldn't have won without me and will handle things the way that I handle things. I got him elected, pure and simple. He would have never, if I, if I said I wasn't going to endorse you, uh, and I was, well, you know, there was no reason to go wild about endorsing him. He was very nice in the sense of the uh, Mueller hoax. You know, he was one of about 100 congressmen who but- fought for me. And so, you know, I felt I, felt I might as well endorse him because I didn't know Adam Putnam. But uh, he was at three. He was ready to drop out of the race. It was all done. Adam Putnam had that that nomination locked up, you know, the Republican nomination for governor of Florida. He had it locked up. It was done. And when I, uh, as Adam Putnam said to me when I met him a year later, I didn't know him at all, but I saw him. He said it was like a uh, nuclear bomb went off, a yeah. nuclear weapon went off when you endorsed him. And the race was over. He said he didn't even spend his money. There was no way he could have beaten him after I endorsed him. So, you know, now I hear he might want to run against me. So we'll handle that the way I handle things. <laughs> How's that, Mr. President, giving him a funny nickname? Right. He already did that. Ron in DeSanctimonious. Ron DeSanctimonious. Yeah. 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 That's, 
I don't know. That one doesn't roll off the tongue as much as, you know, Lion Chuck or Crooked Hillary. We'll handle, the th- we'll, we'll handle things the way I handle things. Giving him a nickname, laughing at him, and making fun of his height. <laughs> um, Sounds like Jack Nicholson and a few good men. I run my unit how I run my unit. <laughs> this reminded me of that. Uh, race baiter Joy Reid mm. had a longtime Democrat strategist, James Carville. The Raging Cajun on her race baiting program on MSNBC. I think that's the name of the show, Race, race baiting. baiting with Joy Reid. <laughs> um, now, take a listen to this. She was looking for James Carville, this respected, longtime voice of Democratic politics, former advisor to Clinton. She was expecting him to play along and talk about how Joe Biden's classified documents are really nothing compared to what they found at Mar-a-Lago, and the Department of Justice really needs to just focus on Donald Trump. Well, that didn't really happen. Blurring these two stories will blunt the Justice Department's will when it comes to acting when it comes to Trump. What do you think? The national press can't help but make fools of themselves. Uh, it happened in Whitewater. <laughs> it happened in the email scandal, and this happened now. I can't stop these people. But it's my, my, my anointed job in the world to stop the national press from making a fool of itself. The White House response should be this and only this. The president is cooperating fully with the special counsel. He expects everyone in his administration to do the same. End of story. No Corvettes. No, it was in this box or that box. He is, we're thoroughly doing this. Yeah. The special counsel has an investigation to run. President Biden has a country to run. Get on with it. <laughs> and Joy Reid's eyes yeah. opened up the size of a moon when he mentioned that the national media are basically a bunch of clowns. And doesn't that just prove to you, again, they don't care about they only care about Trump. They're so scared of Trump. It's Trump this, Trump that. We only care about how we could stop Trump from running. And boy, the DOG and Merrick Garland really, really came down hard on President Biden and they appointed a special counsel. And this is going to really blunt that, blunt the move to just like, it's not about the files anymore. It's not about whatever's on these stupid classified documents, right? It's, which, you know, I don't care what's on them anyway. It's probably I, really nothing on both sides, honestly. It, it really is, but that's not the point anymore. The point is Trump's house was raided. Uh, the national corporate elite media treated it like it was a national security emergency. Right. And now you get Joy Reid saying, well, well this is going to really hurt the case to uh, prosecute Trump. Well, no. Where's Don Jr.? No bleep! Who could have seen that one coming? Merrick Garland was backed into a corner, the attorney general. I mean, if he, if he goes after Trump and doesn't go after Biden, which, by the way, they knew about Joe Biden and those files before the midterm elections. They knew about it. And it was not leaked. Nobody said word one, the most transparent administration in the history of the president. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, never said anything. He knew he was being investigated, never said a word. So yesterday was MLK Day, and there were special events taking place all over the country in Baltimore. They had a big scholarship announcement. It was the mayor of Baltimore and the CEO of the Baltimore Orioles. His name is John Angelos. And the event took place at Camden Yards, which is the home stadium of the Baltimore Orioles. So you've got the Orioles CEO. It's at the Orioles Park. 
and they're passing out scholarship money. Well, they had the press there. One reporter had heard rumors that the Orioles, because of their financials, were thinking about moving. So I'm going to play you a couple pieces of audio here. Let me know whose side you're on, the reporter or the CEO of the Orioles. Let's start with the reporter. John, you, you have said many times that the Orioles are staying here for the long haul. But there are questions about what's going on with the Angelos family situation. Um, he brought up the lease. There's, there's other questions concerning your ownership of this team. What is your situation and your plan, given some of the things that have been swirling for the Orioles and the Angelos family in a year, three years, five years, ten years? What do you see as your relationship with this team? And also, do you have any concerns about setting things up like this, Mayor, and then have you know a change in ownership and it not being the Angelos family? What, so what would I have a problem with so far? Well... I'm glad that you bring that up. Let's go to the CEO of the Orioles. With all due respect, that's not an appropriate subject matter for this day. This Uh, day is about young people. That's not appropriate. So I'm going to object to that question today in this forum before the mayor of Baltimore and all of these people. Do we we understand each other? Do you you understand my complaint? I'm not asking you. No, no, wait I, a second. I, I want to finish my comment because I'm going to answer your you question. You just asked me a question. That's why I was going to comment. But you go ahead. You finish yourself. You know, I find that to be highly inappropriate, and I think that your focus is completely out of touch and has no perspective whatsoever on what real-world people face and what the real pillar and role of an organization like the Orioles and Ravens ought to be. My family owns over 70% of the Orioles. You, you want to write that down? I know that. Keep going. Well, that's funny you do know. I don't think most people know that, actually. Well, I get paid to cover your team, but go ahead. So what, you see what? where this is going, yeah, right? Yeah, this, this guy, this is the, the CEO is hiding behind MLK Day. And he didn't have to go there at all. He could have said, yeah, look, uh, I'm not sure what's going on yet. We'll figure things out. I don't have a definitive answer. We love Baltimore. Um, we've always been here. Um, my focus today is on MLK Day. But the angrier this guy gets the more the reporter has a legitimate point i think in asking the question let's hear a little bit more i would invite you and all your colleagues next week not on martin luther king day you can come back to this building you can meet me in this office i'll take you down on the third floor and i'll show you the financials of the orioles i'll show you the governance of the orioles i'll show you everything you want to know and i'll put all your questions but today on mlk day I'm not answering any of those questions. Okay, well, let me just respond very quickly and say No, no, that- I don't want you to respond. Well, I just, I'm well, not going to entertain those questions on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Which is the day that you set up for us to talk to you. This is the <laughs> second time that we have spoken to you in four years. Openly. Let's take another question. So Let's take, and, another, and, and let me let's finish, take another question. Let me ask one more question here. No, I'm not going to let you ask any more <laughs> questions because you're highly, it's highly inappropriate on the day on Martin set, Luther King Jr. Day. So the CEO, who, according to the reporter, hasn't spoken to the press, you know, no more than twice in four years, has a press conference at the ballpark where the Orioles play. He's the CEO of the Orioles, and he's shocked he's getting questions about the (laughs) Orioles. I did not need to. I mean, obviously, the reporter struck a nerve. Because it didn't need to be like that. And don't hide behind MLK Day. Don't insult MLK Day like that. 
you're hiding behind that day to to avoid the question. By the way, was this in Baltimore? Was Baltimore where they unveiled the big statue that looked like it's it was very phallic statue. That was Boston. That was Boston, Boston right? Yeah, the two hands holding the crank. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it like that, but since you... <laughs> That's what the statue looked like. I'm sorry. It's, it's very odd. It is very strange looking to me. <laughs> so hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, at Hammer and Nigel. You can follow us on Instagram, too. But whose side are you on there? The reporter yeah. or the CEO of the Orioles? Whose side you got at Hammer and Nigel? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.